this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek, and you're listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Ashley, oh. <laughs> I know I try to twist it in there every week. Ashley, <laughs> when, when the hell are we this week? Well, we are still in 1990 all year long, and this week is building towards the best most glorious, most gluttonous holiday of the year. Happy Thanksgiving, turkey twisters. <laughs> I worked twisting there too. <laughs> Meanwhile, hit pop group Millie Vanilli has been stripped for the Grammy after it was revealed they didn't actually sing Girl, You Know It's True. Here's their response. Great segue. Felt like, you know, getting the Grammy was like a time bomb, you know, a kiss of death. We knew that one time was going to come out. We knew that, you know, and it was very hard for us to live with it. We didn't tell our families. Living a constant lie every day was very hard. You don't want to end up in the history books as ne the negative part in the music industry. Oh, well, I think we need to hear a song for ourselves. Wait, so who sang it? Was it just lip synced? Yeah, so it was lip synced, but then I guess they, yeah, that didn't come out until after they had won a Grammy for it. Dang. All right. Well, they were the first group to have been stripped of a Grammy award and nobody has been stripped since. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, they really got away with it. <laughs> do you, do you remember this happening originally, by the way? No, I just, but it, when you think of their name, it's like synonymous with, um, this controversy, like it's synonymous with faking fake singing. You I didn't guess have I just, that association? No, nope. I just, no, not at all. Okay. Well, it's, I, I mean, I, for, I didn't remember any of the specifics or, you know, like follow it when I was six years old, but <laughs> I did know, like, if you asked me one thing about Millie Vanilli, it would have been like, didn't they get caught, like not actually oh. singing? So. I just remember Ashley Simpson on um, SNL. That's pretty much the only, but she sings, but she was, was lip syncing. It, was it not right. getting, was it not singing their song in the, they're on the album or at a did they write it tell us so everything you know. from what i understand um and this may all be wrong it's not that they were like fake singing like at the super bowl and their lips were out of sync they they had someone else sing the song and they were just yeah performers that's in the right. video fake oh. fake singing which is fine it's fine to fake sing in a video but it wasn't they didn't it wasn't their recording they were fake right, singing right. that makes sense okay yeah. i see i see Ooh, okay. okay well that's our little time capsule moment for the week ashley what's showing at the movies this week all right all right all right um looks like we have a sequel to the 1987 movie starring tom Selleck, steve gutenberg and ted danson these three men and a baby are now <laughs> returning in three men and a lady Oh, okay. Pass. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Fair. Okay. We have a sequel to a 1987 movie again, uh, starring none of the original cast, except for the guy in a badass monster suit. Hmm. This movie is being sold as this Thanksgiving. The ultimate hunter is in town with a few days to kill predator two. <laughs> Perfect. Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, um, can't wait. yeah. I always associate, uh, eating human, flesh or i mean he doesn't really eat them so much as just just gut them and yeah hang them up. up and yeah. hang them up so but like a like you would do a bird before yep. um cooking it so 
Let's go. Let's okay. go see Predator 2. All right. Oof. He has thermal image vision. Optic prism body armor. Laser-guided smart weapons. All-terrain mobility. Hazardous atmosphere compensators. And this Thanksgiving, he's in town with a few days to kill. Predator 2, rated R. I'm getting too old for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) You are one ugly motherfucker. Um, (laughs) Ashley, (laughs) any noises? No. (laughs) She she said, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Sure, sure. Okay. Well, we just walked out of um, Predator 2. Quite the experience. I don't know if this is what we were expecting from a follow-up to the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, action classic i mean the a movie that was like really kind of set the template for the group action uh formula like get a bunch of badass people together throw them into a jungle or some kind of like mission-based um thing and then have them fight against a unkillable opponent um with a really like charismatic hero in the center of it um so here they flip the script and they take the predator out of the jungle and they move him to la yeah to to the urban jungle uh which they're not really subtle about like making kind of like Mm -hmm. which one's worse is it is it a war-torn jungle or 1997 los angeles let's start there i was super thrown um it's on the poster and stuff, but do they even say in the movie, like they probably have text. Do they explain that this is, this came out in 1990, obviously, but it's set mm-hmm. in 1997. Is that clear? No, it is in the very beginning. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't figured see it. They must've, must've <laughs> yeah, seen it, it said but I was Los Angeles, eating popcorn. And then 1997. And then the I just saw the LA movie. part and I was like, okay. Cause I, I was like, is this, it. it was like RoboCop esque in terms of like a social <laughs> yeah. satire, like everything. I mean, it's like starts with the 10 minute uh, war scene where these gangs are just fighting and there's so much gunfire Yeah, that I just kind of zoned out. Not mm-hmm. cause I don't like, well, fake movie gunfire but there was it was like unintelligible yeah, um, yeah. you didn't know what the fuck was happening who was yeah who? Mm-hmm. yeah who was, who? I was like we i don't get, know what's going on we got some heat vision um shots so like the predator was monitoring what was going on but yeah i was it was kind of like that movie class of 1999 where mm-hmm. on top of the whole predator thing they decided to set it in this unrecognizable city. Um, is this depiction of Los Angeles uh, a benefit to the movie or a distraction? I don't know. What did y'all think? It's a distraction. Yeah. Um, I think they should have been in the jungle again. That was cooler. But they or did just film- normal LA or just normal LA. But they did film in actually like really, really bad parts of LA at the time. Like a lot of that, like. When they walked down the alley, like the dumpster and all the trash and stuff was all real. Like that was already there. They actually found a dead body when they were filming in that area. And like, Jesus Christ, pretty bad. Yeah. So gang warfare, rioting, Mm -hmm. social unrest, like uh, there was like this, um, the movies were responding 
to real life things it's just kind of like when you already throw an alien monster into the middle of something that's like a, a kind of a you get you should do one or the other if the, mm-hmm. if the movie is going to be about the like environment then that's cool but if it's going to be about uh, the the being hunted by an alien <laughs> um, force then all the politics of of the city can be a little distracting that said <laughs> once the predator shows up i was more on board with this movie than i expected i thought some of the effects uh, are his suit design and weapons and all the practical stuff works really well mm-hmm. what did y'all think of kind of the mix of artificial um or computer generated effects with uh, what did you think of just the predator in general as a creature the, the suit was cool but yeah. when they had it like against a green screen or whatever they did with it, it looks pretty bad um the invisibility thing is really rad I th- mm-hmm. that must have been why they played off of that so much and why the fuck was he in la good well, question good question no we have an easy answer so the i mean he could have picked anywhere um we should also note like nobody from the original movie aside from the person in the suit returns so no arnold uh, of course um they couldn't apparently they couldn't pay him enough ashley yeah they want he wanted like two hundred fifty thousand dollars and they're like no <laughs> more like than an, they additional, him. an additional an yeah, additional yeah. $250,000 but still He's, like i feel like he would have raked in so much more money if he was in it like for them like it would have been beneficial but I yeah so know. we get we get danny glover instead as like the angry the the um angry black like uh rogue cop that we've seen in uh you know, Eddie Murphy movies, uh, for the podcast. And I don't mean irrationally angry. I just mean like, he's kind of, this is a movie trope at this point that mm-hmm. ha- has recurred in a lot of late eighties, early nineties movies where he is, um, dealing with a lot of un a lot of irrational people in the workforce and in society. And he has every reason to be angry, but like he's, um, completely insubordinate and (laughs) and right off the bat he's like getting in fights with his superior like literal fights with his superior so and he's destroyed like 11 cop cars yeah and evidence by like going into the crime scene (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i mean i guess what we find out is that the fbi who's who's tracking the predator yeah fbi agent keys Uh, so a government agency is tracking him but i forgot to answer your question the predator why is, is he just... in la why, <laughs> why is he there why does he care he's just in it for the sport of the hunt so he's on a I... mission oh okay okay i think because there's so much like the similar a similar reason to why he was in the uh, like a war torn conflict in the jungle to like he they they go visit these planets and then hunt people for sport or hunt not just people, but whatever species is most dominant on the planet. So they, they just moved, don't explain yeah. that very well. No. To any viewer that watches this movie first, I guess, that yeah. would just be confusing. Well, I, they don't really explain it until the very end of the movie, frankly, mm-hmm. um, when the other predators show up and, you oh, know, game, game respects game. Yeah. Um, and they give them that rifle or that uh, old school pistol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Apparently there's like okay, a, a, an honor now. code and, but the yeah. predator's just doing it for sport. And I guess he thought that like 
the the toughest game would be in Los Angeles in 1997. So which um, which what he's been doing. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, he met his match. Um, I don't know what he's been doing for 10 years or if he left and came back or he's just been, you know, popping up places, killing people in the meantime. Um, (laughs) Just waiting for his moment. (laughs) Yeah. But what, what I was so pleasantly surprised about with this movie is that it was full. Like it went fully um hardcore and hard r on the violence um the gore the like uh people getting cut in half by the the Mm -hmm. uh throwing saw saw thing thing. yeah people getting like go ahead i was just say they wanted to go like hard in nc-17 but they had to cut out a lot of scenes because there was like decapitations and all this crazy stuff that they couldn't include which what I think would have made the movie better. Damn, I want those, like a, B, yeah. those B tapes, dude. Me too. Yeah, I mean, basically, this is a slasher movie. I mean, mm-hmm. for better or worse, it's um, not, it doesn't really need a motivation. He's just doing it for sport. And what's confusing, and I guess you can kind of explain away, is he could kill any of the main characters at any point he chooses, and he just like waits to kill the Danny Glover or to fight the Danny Glover character. He's had plenty of opportunities. Yeah, he's just following him around the whole movie, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's he's like stalking his prey and seeing yeah. like how he he acts in this scenario these scenarios where you know Danny Glover just starts destroying some folks, kills mm-hmm. a bunch of people, and then he's like, okay, now he's more of a good prey. This starts this is all starting to make sense now. Or, you know, the- Danny Glover's the final boss. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to, I mean, it wouldn't be any fun for the predator to just kill him too, too easily or too yeah. soon. Um, Which would make sense then why they had like a sword fight at the end rather than just <laughs> a gunfight. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a loophole. I mean, yes, I, you, you can exp- explain it that way, but at no point in the movie did I think anyone stood a chance against the no. predator, especially when they get into hand-to-hand combat. And yet he's still holding his own. I mean, what what are we to believe of the Predators uh, like physical powers versus their suit? Because it's almost like Batman. Like mm-hmm. we don't know yeah. how strong he is without the suit, I guess. He yeah, does have a bunch of tools, uh, a bunch of weaponry, ammunition and stuff. Yeah. So he's technically just a humanoid in a very uh, high tech costume or you know that that outfit yeah yeah like but how like how strong are they if you take all the are the armor off i wonder i mean i'm still gonna I say guess. he's superior to a human yeah i mean he took how many shots to the chest and got back up and then healed himself yeah his arm is cut off and then he used special powers and healed himself yeah what did y'all There's... think of that healing scene <laughs> weird uh, it was very weird <laughs> it was like it was like, like magic meth yeah <laughs> yeah basically some breaking bad math there's someone well, in the bathroom yeah. yeah he breaks out like a bunsen not a bunsen burner but like a camp stove basically though yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then combines like drywall with blue potion and yep. and and cooks it and then and, like rubs, fog rises and then he rubs like... it over his open open wounds um <laughs> yeah that I, I liked those little uh, that attention to detail and those kind of 
you know, getting to see an inside look at <laughs> how they, how resourceful they mm. can be. Um, but yeah, who knows if it made any sense. sense. I would have liked to see more of the voodoo gang and like how they like do their magic and stuff. So well, that was a weird yeah. aspect of this film too. This, um, and that was based off of a real gang in LA. Just as a, so there okay. were like the, the, the Hispanic folks or Mexicans. I'm not sure what, how they yeah. prefer to be called. I mean, they had the Rasta gang, but mm-hmm. then those, they all just disappeared. And then it was just Donald Danny Glover versus predator in. They're all killed. Y- yeah, yeah. They were mostly killed. Like there was a sequence at the beginning where the, um, Danny Glover is trying to infiltrate like a building full of the um, coked out like Mexican drug lords. Um, they're like doing like handfuls yeah. of, of coke and getting all amped up for the battle. And then before the good the, before the police can arrest them, the predator just comes in and 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 demolishes, uh, cuts them all to bits. Yeah, yeah, rips their um, spines out, decapitates them. Yeah, yeah it's like Mortal Kombat, basically. Giant holes yeah. in their chest cavities. You know, um, Predator's probably been in Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's kind of. It kind of looks like that. Um, Cybex smoke. Creature. Uh, yeah, smoke. Smoke. Well, there's yeah, another one. The, there's so, there's a cyborg the robot one. one. Because he throws Mortal, that net. Uh, I just remembered from the present day, 2021. Uh-huh. Um, he was in Mortal Kombat 11. Nice. Oh, okay. RoboCop 10 made his way into the most recent <laughs> Mortal Kombat. So. We're getting there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I w- Did y'all like all the gadgetry? I mean, he had the net. He had the shoulder cannon. He's got like a big staff. Yeah, I, I thought his weapons were the best part. Yeah. I mean, I liked his invisibility option and like certain things about him. And when he fell down, like there's like that puddle of water and he's like walking through it. That was kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but his cool. weapons were my favorite part. The net was sweet. That would just basically like suffocate its victims and like tear into their body and kill them. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty nuts. I guess the reason Danny Glover stood a chance at the end is that he he managed to like take a piece of his weaponry, that circular saw, after mm-hmm. it cut Gary Busey in half. <laughs> after going through like 14 cows. Yeah, it was cows. like um, dead, dead dead cow. Yeah. Well, they were in the uh the set for from Rocky where Sylvester was like running through tenderizing the meat um punching everything <laughs> no they were in a similar like uh slaughterhouse basically yeah and yeah. uh aptly aptly named and they were trying to trap him there because he would come there for like midnight snacks um so gary Busey's. we didn't mention i don't like any of the non-danny glover yeah characters <laughs> in this movie yeah i mean danny glover himself stood did not fit into this movie <laughs> and it seemed like um i don't know whether it was the theater or my um delayed you know just kind of still get adjusting jet lag for over 31 years um but it seemed like the audio was out of sync like yeah. it, like a lot of it was dubbed that's what i was over. yeah especially like the female um the other cops like when she was saying something during the firefight i was like wait a second is that really her talking and i couldn't I couldn't find anything on it, but it just seemed yeah. a little off. I bet they just re-recorded. If they had to re-edit so much, um, they probably yeah. re-recorded a bunch of dialogue and, and put it on uh, after the fact. I thought, I mean, if this was the only time I had seen Bill Paxton in a movie, I would have oh. thought he was just un- <laughs> terrible, unhirable. Yeah, like yeah. or unusable. 
he was his his character is supposed to be unlikable but he plays him in such a like ham-fisted way it's yeah just bad um Danny Glover is yeah he's he's definitely I don't know I thought he was a redeeming quality at least to some extent um it's sort fine. of an unlikely hero I mean they do have him take his shirt off in the police station and he's like not unmuscular but he's not <laughs> Arnold or Carl Weathers like, yeah but you can not... tell he's like kind of buff yeah exactly he's like he, yeah. he's they they seem to like respect him his his co his co-workers um or co-officers like definitely think he's a badass he proves Mm -hmm. to be one um by the end when he's when he's taking on the predator one-on-one but but yeah i mean i guess i liked the like a bad slasher movie i enjoyed the kills and the gore and the effects Mm -hmm. any of the story and setup only confused me and and distracted from it all the i mean all the 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 competing gang warfare we just don't really have anything to root for or understand there why would and i was hoping that like the voodoo gang like somehow summoned the alien by like some type of magic and then he was there for like to hunt and like help them or something like there's got there to be like some more of a tie-in or that's what i was thinking too because they had dreads he essentially has dreads i thought that yeah that's kind of why i was saying i was confused why how they just disappeared and it was just predator he was just killing everyone Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you were saying earlier that they it helps explain some of it to see the first movie, but in a sense, I think they almost want to just pretend the first movie doesn't exist mm-hmm. because they don't have any continuity in the form of actors, <laughs> and they don't really have any continuity sure. in the form of a story. Um, it's just weird that they would r- reveal at the very end that he's there for hunting. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I where guess did, I said, where did the saline come from? Why is he deciding to attack these people? Right. He's not a yeah. good guy. He's not trying to save LA. Right. <laughs> and I guess I said earlier that what's he been doing for the last um 10 years, but he was dead. This is a different this is yeah, a different this is predator. a different predator. Yeah. Right. So I was gonna say that too. I take that back. Um but I guess they had such Same a good attitude. time. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> they they realized that one of their that they had a strong challenge on earth the last time so they sure sent back. someone back um all that spot like if this was like an episodic like mm-hmm. predator hunts a new person of the week or something that would make sense like but a serial killer yeah yeah exactly um i just can't imagine well and there's going to be a hulu show in 2022 um it's Sweet. called prey and it's uh, related oh. to predator yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. just I don't know huh. why I don't know if they're gonna put, well, they're probably gonna focus on the humans. No, it's it's oh. officially licensed or whatever. Huh. Um, it's yeah. a cool character. I remember seeing yeah, some it's of the really action cool. figures as a kid, and they were really well done. Uh, they made Predator versus Alien. Mm-hmm. So well, what do you, I mean? Yeah, let's let's we're gonna compare him to some other scary aliens um, in our in Rank the Blank, but. What do y'all think of like the creature design, his face? <laughs> like, this is an he's an iconic creature. I think he looks like a total badass. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I would see that in an alley and be like, "Oh fuck, I'm dead." Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's very, he's very scary, super yeah. tall, muscular, has he's crazy kinda... weapons that we talked about. Like, I would, he's very scary. 
and badass helmet, kind of like the Mandalorian or Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, wild fucking talons for it's kind of like a crustacean face a little bit. Yeah, kind um, of like crab. And his yeah. eyes are creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a soft-shelled crab. Once you take the exterior <laughs> off, you can, can still scoop, beat you up. Scoop the meat right out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Soft-shelled crab probably could, could still beat me up. Um, maybe I'm thinking of SpongeBob. Anyway, yeah. uh, he so famously in the first one, they had to reshoot a lot of the beginning because Van Damme was originally cast as the oh. predator, and the suit was the suit was wrong, and it was too hot, and he was too small. Like obviously, you know, muscles from Brussels, but uh, short in stature. Mm-hmm. So they they redid the suit a little bit. It's not an easy thing to pull off, is my point in terms of yeah. making it actually look intimidating for the amount they show it. They do, yeah, cloak it in invisibility for uh, the first a good portion of the first you know half or more of the movie. Yeah, but once they start showing it, it looks awesome. it's badass. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is badass. Yeah. So, and there's, there's really no, I mean, I, I don't think there's a drop off in this movie in production value on the, well, I don't know how to phrase this. Like the elements are there. It's just, they're all mis, they're all misused where in the jungle, they, it can, he can blend in with the surroundings. They don't need to like, um, it doesn't feel as cheesy because it's not set against a cheesy, like representation mm-hmm. of society. Whereas in this one, yeah, he sticks out more and the, all the effects just contrast the world more. So, but like it, they seems like they spent a shitload of money despite not paying Arnold, like yeah. making this movie. Maybe they rushed it. Um, I, I think I was reading or did you put that in your notes? Yeah, it was filmed in four weeks. So no way. See, okay. are you sure that's so- not talking about his other movie Nightmare? Well, I mean, I, it really yeah. did that, you know, the intro, I always say intro sequence, uh, the first 15 minutes of the film. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, they were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street 5. So that's what got it, gave him the shot to film this one. Oh, okay. It's how yeah. I read that. I think. It's yeah. Kind of but, but most poorly. of this movie takes place in tunnels or um, like, like abandoned where, warehouses. Yeah. Yeah. Abandoned warehouses apartment or like yeah. loft buildings yeah and it was the film was recut over 20 times so i'm sure it took a lot oh jeez yeah these this this franchise has been basically a disaster since the first one i mean like it, uh, they just can't seem to they've rebooted it three or four times the sequels i guess this is the only sequel like close to the original but they just keep making them and and keep not quite hitting the mark even is though the it's... one with adrian um oh my gosh what's adrian brody yeah yeah is that one not in... good i think that one's called predators um i i remember kind of liking that one um it just wasn't like it didn't rejuvenate the franchise because then i think mm-hmm. they went straight back to remaking it after that like derek and i okay. saw one in portland um in the theaters since we've lived here um yeah, that, that one. I don't know. That one I really liked. I liked that one too. I, yeah, I guess so that was I, like 2019 when we were in the present before we would travel back to the past. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say it's. They've been a disaster. They just like this one. I can totally see why audiences <laughs> revolted. Um, 
And, and I'm curious later on in the podcast to know what the box office was for this. Yeah. Well, I mean, the ultimate Thanksgiving the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and the Alien versus Predator, where do you count that as part of yeah. this? Okay. That was awesome as fuck. I like on I have to rewatch those movies because it's great. I I remember not liking it, but I mean, you know, being into the idea, but not real. I don't remember much about the movie themselves. Those movies, there was a couple of them. Um, Requiem and regular version. <laughs> <laughs> so AVP. Uh, it's. I, I guess my point is kind of like with the Alien franchise. None of the sequels have been standouts, and it's rare to be able to capture the magic of the original. But it's not for lack of trying. Yeah. Because they've given, and you know, now we have TV, a TV show coming out. Um. And we saw, you know, we talked about this with Child's Play as well. Like Child's Play 2 pretty much lives up to the original. And then the new reboot was cool. The show has some merit. It's just like the they can't quite they can't quite right. rejuvenate Predator in the same way yet. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, any other things to point out or uh, highlights from the movie? Mm. Baseballs was cool for Alien. Just kidding. I don't know either of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we didn't. Let's talk about the very end because we've alluded to it. So oh. the uh, we haven't even really talked about the fight. I mean, Danny Glover um, squares off against the Predator first in the uh, uh, slaughterhouse. It, the slaughterhouse that's kind of like covered in frozen like uh, dust because that yeah. was their plan for how to trap him. But it, what's really cool is he follows him back to, or he finds his ship. Um, so the final confrontation, the final fight happens on the Predator's ship. And so you get a glimpse of some of the, the technology. I mean, just kind of like the interior of the ship looks pretty, pretty cool. And then he's fighting him with a circular saw. The Predator hits him with the net, but he's able to cut out of it with a saw. And then... Um, he kind of lures the predator in when he's seemingly dazed and uppercuts him right in the stomach with the saw and just keeps digging and Ugh. pushing and, and, and digging and ripping up as he goes. everywhere. Yeah. Like I thought that was a pretty badass kill. Mm -hmm. I mean, you would think at some point the predator could have just like reached around and stabbed like him he, in the head. Yeah. But, but like quit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's completely gutting the predator so well um, the predator just was healing himself too so he's not 100 percent. yeah absolutely not so yeah they they fight in the slaughterhouse i skipped the rooftop um where they're like hanging off the edge of the rooftop yeah, then he fine. chases them through the apartment then he ends up in the ship and once he kills him um he's like okay fine i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and like what like eight more Predators. Yeah, like 12 yeah. predators yeah. show up and you're like, oh yeah. no. What does he say? Okay, who the fuck is next? Or yeah. which <laughs> motherfucker's next? Yeah. Um, and I think they're also called hunters. Um hmm. but they mostly they I don't even know if they say predator at any point in the movie, but um any anyway, so the future I've I've seen them referred to as future hunters. They show up and instead of uh being there for revenge they're there to pay their respects like mm -hmm. any hunter. I don't remember them doing this with Arnold, but any hunter that takes down one of their own gets a ceremonial 
um, relic. Like they collect skulls of their prey and spines, and, yeah, and spines and any kind mm-hmm. of like um, body part that looks cool on their mantle. Um, <laughs> like they actually show. That's the other thing they show in the ship is their collection of of uh, remains, trinkets. Um, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So they give um, they give Danny Glover a old a seventeen hundreds like pistol, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. So, that must have been cool. did they explain why they gave that to him? So it'd that's be a call out to coming. like yeah, that's how long they've been around, but it'd be a call out to like if they were potentially gonna do like a next movie. They're thinking about doing it in the past. Uh okay. Because I was uh, I kind of took West, it as like Bob that's Bob the West. last time somebody <laughs> killed a predator, which wouldn't Uh-oh. have been the case because Arnold did previously. No, it was just kind of like a tie to like what potentially could happen in the next movie. Gotcha. That's fun. Predator no. in the West. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that is um, the first part of our discussion of Predator. Ashley, care to take us to a slaughterhouse and hit us with these sick rhymes? Poetry sure. form? Sweet beats, yeah. <laughs> Old right, Street this Corner? Is, this is a little tough because the movie corner. doesn't really have much of a plot. So um, anyway, the opening is a very long shootout between rival gangs in L.A. The police step in and kind of save the day. In actuality, Predator was crushing through bodies in the warehouse and creeping away like a big, scary, invisible mouse. I guess he's supposed to track and kill Danny Glover, but the whole plot is a mess and needs a speedy recover. They say pre- they see Predator and his sweet heat vision is added again. I guess thermal vision, whatever. Um, and this time he's hanging up bloody bodies and leaving behind a futuristic weapon. Anywho, Glover and Busey are always at the crime scene with Busey trying to scare Glover away by being oh so mean. Glover doesn't listen and they both fight the Predator. Busey gets sawed in half, which is sweet, like getting chomped in the midsection by a gator. Glover Glover conquers the predator and the predator's clan appear and bring the defeated back. Cool, 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 I guess. But let's not forget the storyline was pretty whack. But they leave Glover with a victory token, an old ass gun, which is where P3 could have taken place. But I wish he would have gotten some cool orb or some shit. And the next movie was in space. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Well, did any of our discussion change your tone <laughs> no okay i mean i'll give it to you, like predators are really cool like badass character it's just the movie itself wasn't yeah so yeah sure. it's got a million problems i i guess there i'm always on a journey when we're watching these these flawed but you know kind of of a time movies and my journey uh, kind of as i've pointed out with other ones it was like oh no this is going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then they yeah. started killing everyone. And I was like, okay, this is better. Be yeah. It's <laughs> worth, it's worth, this is a bad movie worth watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It, it redeemed itself enough. So that's, um, that's it for now on predator. Uh, we're going to come back and give our final thoughts on that. But before we do, we're going to play a quick round of our favorite game show. Rank the blank. Pew, pew, pew. Net stuff. <laughs> nut stuff? Net. Like the net he shoots out. Or nut stuff, I guess. Okay. Rank the Blank is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic, scariest alien to fight. That's my spooky voice. <laughs> Not scary <laughs> so, voice. So spooky. Scariest alien to fight. Um, 
it's got to be the the criteria here is it's got to be an alien we had to explain to ashley what that meant earlier no you walruses aren't aliens well he could have um, came from outer space i didn't know yeah. i haven't seen the movie tells <laughs> um and i think it helps like if it's close if it's a type of alien that you could like fight in some realistic capacity so the predators like derek said earlier kind of a very humanoid figure walks on two legs and you know danny glover i mean jason statham fought a megalodon in the meg so anything's possible but (laughs) i think it helps if kind of you can picture uh, a mortal combat style fight uh with the alien so ashley before we get into our choices do you have any honorable mention kind of classic examples to share when it could be anyone like body stature movie or the thing or mimic I think it was another mm-hmm. um there's like the blob because it's disgusting killer clowns <laughs> from outer space because like clowns are freaky and you know that actually really like that movie um giant mm, they're kaiju? scary though Those, kaiju? The, the they are clowns. terrifying yeah yeah um so the monsters is kaiju Monsters in Pacific Rim, those killer bugs and starship troopers, which are giant like cockroaches, um, or Edgar the Bug from Men in Black. And shout out to the space gorillas and Attack the Block. Yeah, I totally forgot there were space gorillas in that movie. Um, <laughs> they said space girls. <laughs> space girls. Also aliens. That's fine. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't Googled or seen Men in Black lately, look up Edgar the Bug. Ugh. It's a, a creepy looking. Um, yeah. Creepy looking. He turns dude. into the cockroach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a giant cockroach. Kind of looks like the face of a, a cockroach meets a python. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thick neck. Good. Um, good examples. Let's get into our choices. Obviously, um, the choice that inspired the topic would be the predator from Predator One, Predator Two, Predators, Predator, the Predator, <laughs> Pre- and whatever. Yeah, in the impending prey series so yeah we'll we'll talk a little more about the predator as we compare and contrast but we've already we've already given him quite the due so ashley what is your nominee i'm gonna go with this guy this little kid named brandon doesn't sound scary but from brightburn <laughs> he is an evil well he turns an evil villain he can't control his powers and he like kills everyone brutally it's an unofficial like um version dark version of superman yeah and he like yeah. kills it's, like his the similar powers to superman but he yeah. yeah his stepdad his stepmom pretty much everyone and he can't control it and anyone that betrays them is dead immediately so yeah and he's like and, eight years old <laughs> and 10. he like um cal l or whatever superman is called um he did they talk kind of about his origin he's just he just lands on the on earth from like a, a meteor or something right mm-hmm. but yeah. i think they're trying to do, tie into superman at some like some point but i think it's just like it's just the evil creature well i think they're just like heavily heavily referencing it but there's it's unofficial yeah um, good choice for me i am going with a movie that is near <laughs> and dear to our childhood it might not seem scary in hindsight um but it is the ultimate gremlins ripoff <laughs> critters they're Aww. furry they're teethy they're spiky <laughs> they roll they eat they're gross um they can like roll up into one giant ball mm-hmm. and make a big critter ball and <laughs> roll over you and roll over stuff um but really they're just like 
they're nothing but big balls of of fur teeth. and teeth yeah, yeah like they're <laughs> they're really gross um mm-hmm. so i wouldn't want to fight a little kid i wouldn't want to fight a critter either because it's like you know where do you even where do you even begin aside from kicking it like a soccer ball i guess um, yeah but that's my choice the critters good choice good choice all right well that leaves it up to me <laughs> an obvious one <laughs> so uh alien oh yeah <laughs> heard of it i think heard of it the alien Sigourney um, weaver uh who is the director remind me uh ridley scott ridley scott mm-hmm. yeah so the these alien things... is a xenomorph by the way mm. yeah <laughs> so they have three mouths or two mouths at least uh they have acid blood and acid saliva and they can creepy and crawly everywhere and they move yeah. super quick um hand-to-hand combat fuck you're fucked yeah so this is interesting because we actually have empirical evidence based on you know what we were discussing earlier there's been multiple alien versus predator movies there's never been an alien versus predator versus ashley movie um so it doesn't quite work out in terms of who would we be most scared to fight but we do know like who wins in alien versus predator yeah well we're gonna have to consult derek because i don't have no idea (laughs) i think that it was a stalemate right they both die um I, yeah, I think the predator destroyed the pyramid, or if I can remember it right. Yeah, the, the predator destroys them all. Yeah, well, the biggest, I think this is going to be a pretty clear cut alien, well, alien versus predator showdown. Ashley, I don't want to step on your toes and giving you first. Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, that's uh, why you said alien versus predator versus Ashley, because yeah. Ashley's the one who kind of. Mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. Gotcha, well she's gotcha. the best fighter but of, of between yeah us. for sure <laughs> so we nominate her to fight the victim or the, the winner of this i got category. it become the victim <laughs> <laughs> um like brandon i wouldn't be scared to fight him i mean he would he could kill all of all of these options yeah. and um but like at least he's not like uh doesn't have giant teeth and a big right. um a phallic looking head and this slimy black body or, or like mm-hmm. a crab mouth with fangs <laughs> um, critters. I actually have like little critter dolls all around my apartment. So they don't scare me that much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the xenomorph versus the, the predator. I think if I were to see, I'm trying to think of like, if I saw either of them in the alley, which one I'd be more scared of, it'd probably be the alien. Only or because just, Predator like, kind of resembles a human or could from a distance, but aliens, like you clearly are like, oh, fuck, this isn't even close to like my species. What if you saw one of them in the grocery store? Well, they're like getting groceries. Like, that's fine. No, they're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Let them shop. They're they're restocking. No. Yeah. <laughs> Buying all the meat. Yeah, yeah. If you So, yeah, if you, if you turn the corner and they're is no other direction you can go in but straight down this dark alley i mean the alien is just uh, the xenomorphs from alien are all time creepiest looking things ever Mm -hmm. but is there i mean but can they they can't go invisible though can they they can't go invisible they can't go invisible they they don't have weapons i don't 
I might just like pass out if I saw them, <laughs> but like it wouldn't. The scary thing about the predator is that like that's its only its only job for one. Yeah, is to kill. To, well, what's uh, alien's job? Um, to, to uh, re-procreate. Well, yeah, human with, with that, humans. Well, I mean, they have the little face suckers that will impregnate you. Oh, I should have got a splice. Yeah, that's a man-made creation, though, not an alien. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah you see? I couldn't you. remember. Couldn't remember. <laughs> Ooh, well, I technically, what was that one alien movie where they showed the origin story? Prometheus. So oh, the, in yeah. that case, they were sent to Earth to wipe out human humankind because we were like a blight on um, the universe. But... <laughs> Mostly they're they're yeah, like Derek said, they're defending themselves or procreating. I mean, they're very hostile, but that's because of the situation in like the first couple movies. Um the, the predator, predator is like seeking people out. It's a it really is. Uh. I mean, it really is a toss-up. I I because it's not just which one is is creepier looking. I'm gonna go predator. They hunt for sport. Damn and me. they blend into their surroundings. And yeah. they have thermal maps, so they're just hunting you the entire time until they can kill you. They have, they have like weapons, like they can attack you from long range. Um, yeah, there's they're yeah, they can play with you smarter in a different way. Mm-hmm. They might like they might draw it out, and you know, assuming you're not Arnold or Danny Glover, yeah, they might you know be able to torture you more. So, okay, Predator Oof. is the winner, but that's probably that's maybe the hardest choice we've ever had to make. Yeah. <laughs> In our entire podcast and personal lives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like going back to, to the future later this year, that'll be pretty hard, but we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm playing two clips. Okay. You are one ugly mother. <laughs> 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 All right. It's a humor. It's pretty good. Oh, this is the <laughs> oh, thriller. Predators and thriller. These are the LA Lakers, by the way. Some of the Predators. Oh, right. Yeah, because they were friends with Danny Glover or something. Yeah. This clip requires okay, narration. We... Yeah, and then we copyright and, infringement. Yeah, we can't play more than that. <laughs> they they had all the when all the other Predators show up at the end of the movie. I guess when the the um after they filmed what they needed to, they had them do a choreographed dance to thriller which is awesome um, which is cool and they i mean they really get into it there's like um uh break dancing and like the cameras like panning around it wasn't just like a little improv thing it's like electric boogaloo yeah all over again yeah basically or a, a heim uh music video nice yep <laughs> the way the camera moves it reminds me of that one um okay well predator wins um That's week two in a row for the podcast wow movie. It is. It is. It is. Um, Perhaps not next week. Yeah, we'll see what happens next week. But for now, we are going to give our final thoughts on Predator Two as we return to our feature presentation. Ashley, I know we were a little dazed and confused when we came <laughs> out of the theater. Um, what is the audience response at large and critical response to Predator 2 been like? Probably just as confused as we were. <laughs> yeah, not 
not a lot of huge super fans of this movie. Um, I can tell you one of them said overall, it's a timid and inferior follow-up to the more exciting predecessor, but it does strive for new ideas. Mm, Which is true. I mean, there are some cool like weapons and stuff and there's some good differences, but it's, yeah, it falls a bit short compared to the first one. Yeah. I'm not surprised that it wasn't what audiences were expecting. I guess they marketed it. They marketed it (laughs) aside from (laughs) the things. Yeah. I don't know. why marketed it. Marketed Um, it. (laughs) uh, I guess people knew Arnold wasn't going to be in it and it was going to be a drastic change in location and in tone. All that info was right on the poster. So Mm -hmm. they didn't hide that, but um, it's, it must've been still, a letdown to audiences that thought they were going to get something more close to the original. Now with like this much time that's passed and all the other movies that have been varied in quality, Mm -hmm. it's more easier to forgive it, but I'm sure expectations were very high. Um, Let's check in with, Oh, I was going to do it. Oh, go for it. (laughs) I just want to know what Ebert had to say. Let's check it. Here's a visitor from outer space, after all, and he has about the same taste and personality as Freddy Krueger or any other slasher villain. I wish there had been less violence in this movie and more of the vision of science fiction. Well, it's easy to compare the two films. More violence. The jungle was a much more interesting place in the original picture yeah. than this uh, L.A. We've seen the L.A. Uh, graffiti-sprayed streets before. It's not particularly exciting. Second, Schwarzenegger is more compelling in an action story than Danny Glover is. Danny Glover's a fine actor, but you can't beat Schwarzenegger going going against a creature like this. I- yeah, that's, that's like, uh, why I do mean, we but even like more do violence. the first part of our discussion? Like, like yeah. I guess, <laughs> <laughs> that was 30 seconds to sum up the... Got it. Well, my they, palm did it too. But. Yeah, well, they they talk really fast. Um, yeah. Different, different medium. We're trying to, you know, drag out the fun. They're trying to cram it into 90 seconds. A so. fun 30 seconds. But, did it do well in the box office? Because... It, didn't, it didn't do horribly. Um, okay. It didn't beat three men and a lady, though. Um, oh, oh no. it's a little lady. I, I forgot. Oh, uh, little lady. Yeah. So is the little lady the a big babe, the big baby? There was a <laughs> small baby, and now she's a little lady. A medium baby. <laughs> it, what would be funny is if they actually had the same, because we already pointed out some of the 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 overlap between the release schedule between Three Men and the Three Men sequel and Predator and Predator Two. If they if three men also skipped ahead like ten years, that would be that would be a wild coincidence. Um, nevertheless, we have a repeat occupant at the number one spot. Of Home course, Alone. Home Alone Duh. has gone up twenty two percent since Whoa. last week. So we are gonna be on a ghost style trajectory. I guess it's because of this. Um, very movie going friendly holiday weekend because even ghost is up 17 percent this week hmm. so home alone jumped from like 17 ish last week i want to say mm-hmm. to to 20 this week it added a few more theaters so it's more uh in wider release than it was then comes three men and a little lady with 13 <laughs> dances with wolves storming onto the scene um a movie which we will not be watching um at nine million and then Predator 2. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and significantly more theaters than Home Alone or Three Men, making significantly less at huh. 8 million. So it's probably wow. Probably a disappointment. Um, however, it did beat Rocky 5 in Rocky's second week 
So at There's least something. If if this like non Arnold Predator two had lost to a way past his prime Sylvester performance, then that would have been extra sad, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it, we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out next week. So would you guys say this movie is a new release or old news? Would you recommend it to people? Would you not recommend it to people? This one's tougher than I thought it was going to be after our discussion. So yeah. first I had a concrete answer, but now I'm kind of. Oh, man. I'll start us off. Okay. okay. Old news. Watch the first <laughs> one. And watch Alien versus Predator. Play Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty low on the priority list. Um, yeah of everything you're a huge fan sure watch it yeah i'm man i always want to look on the bright side but i'm gonna go old i enjoyed it overall but i'm gonna go old news same i'm gonna go old news you can watch the fight scenes on youtube you don't have to tell me yeah that's that's true um because the fight scenes are really cool his weapons are great it's just the movie itself Hmm. yeah, yeah yeah it's it's not quite on the level of like so bad it's good or like complete hot yeah. mess disaster to make it entertaining in the in the non gory parts so okay mm-hmm. all right so old news across the board um how 90s is this movie well it's we actually get to like have a movie that's set later in the 90s um <laughs> yeah. so that's cool uh i think the style of movie and um like a lot of the tropes on display feel very 90s like the stereotypes we talked about with the the kind of like rogue cop who's mm-hmm. i mean they like this they basically slapped like three or four different formulas into one which is the problem but um they're all the formulas align with the 90s so I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty high. I think it's pretty in the special effects. Yeah. And the yeah. old school computer he uses at his office. Like it's pretty nineties. I mean, right so, now we have home alone with a perfect score. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, 89 pump of the volume with 87 and house party with 84. It won't crack those, but no, no way. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of boxed ourselves into a corner. Yeah. Nobody, nobody puts new release in the corner. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm going to 75. Okay. Um, that's right in the that's right in the side out total recall gremlins yeah. two range. Um, it's which uh, is a, a solid pro- score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those movies were like varied in quality, but very um, very nineties nonetheless. Um, so okay, cool. Um, right. and then what do we want to include from in our new release gift shop? So each week we watch the movie, we take something from it, and then we sell it to make money. We have things like Angels with Filthy Souls, which is a bootleg tape from Home Alone. Of course. We have overalls with a piece of paper, like from um, Child's Play, and they have a serial killer card in them. <laughs> we have some real winners, so. Yeah. Flying off the shelves. Uh, what do we want to include from this movie? Invisibility cloak, shoulder cannon, um, <laughs> deadly buzz salt, homing missile buzz salt, uh, 30 foot. Uh, spear that that <laughs> compacts into a, you know like hand held size <laughs> yeah <laughs> um those are some of the weapons we could use i like I don't the... know if we need a special license no no i, I like the so. net 
Yeah. You can throw into people, but you not know, like kill anyone. Let's I think market that that's this. Cool. We can market this for kids. Yeah. Like a because, hammock? Well, <laughs> a hammock that you can never escape from. Sure. Oh, great. Perfect. No, I think it would be fun for kids like to trap their friends in a net. Yeah. Like jump out of a tree and trap them. Yeah. But like it has to, we have to figure out the technology so that you can like shoot it and it'll like suction cup to the wall. Maybe if you trap them in front of like a giant like storefront window or something, <laughs> you Ooh, can cool. suction cut, cut them to the wall. Have a bunch of people stuck in front of our store. Oh, that's or, great advertising. That's great. Yeah, that's good advertisement. So sure. Yeah, let's get on that. Like get some um um affordable kids from the food court to um pin themselves to our our window for <laughs> advertisements. So adhesive um, net gun, perfect. Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Sticky net gun. Cool. All right. So now that that's settled, um what are we going to watch next week? Uh, this might be, um, we did our preview episode weeks ago, and I might have said this was the movie I was most looking forward to. Ooh. It is another Stephen King adaptation. It is a wintry classic horror thriller, actually featuring Oscar-nominated performance, um, uh, Oscar-winning performance, I believe. Mm, maybe. And um, just a movie that I can't get enough of so without further ado um let's hear a little trailer somewhere in the middle of nowhere america's number one author just met his number one fan i think old sheldon might be in some kind of trouble don't even think about anybody coming for you <laughs> directed by rob reiner from the novel by Stephen King. Trust no. Me, it's for the best. <laughs> Misery, rated R. Starts Friday, November 30th at select theaters. Okay. Great. Uh, from the director Happy of Beats. When Harry Met Sally. Smash, smash, smash. The year before comes this uh, delightful romp. So. Great. Yeah. Stephen Can't King's wait. a motherfucker. He's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah and i love all his like 50 percent of his stories are about writer characters um because of course <laughs> uh so i always enjoy enjoy when they kind of depict that process on screen but man this is an all-timer i'm super excited for misery what about y'all i'm yeah i'm really i'm nervous but in a good way yeah well you should be great can't wait all right well if you out there are want to be nervous all the time in a good way or <laughs> otherwise, then you should subscribe to the podcast by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else you get podcasts. Wait mm-hmm. or follow us and or and follow us on Instagram at new release podcast. Correct? Yep, that's correct. You're okay. Well, Ashley. That's a net. <laughs>